Last time, while the rest of the party was dealing with the aftermath of another battle with the undead, Occam had to contend with a black dragon that pulled his ship out of the sky. Using his portals and some quick engineering skills, he was able to save the ship from sinking to the bottom of a small boggy pond. Elsewhere, the group picked through the remains of the tower, scored some gear, and sealed off the entrance to a foul-smelling inner structure. While making camp, contact with Occam was made, and a landing zone was hacked into being with the blades of Rhapsody and Addy. Brasha diligently continued tinkering with an amalgamation of weaponry, and something is finally beginning to take shape there. We left off with Occam beginning his rundown of the day's goings-on. I explain what happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you basically just explained what happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just... There you go, listener. Yep, yeah, you don't have to rehash it all. Uh, so you are all caught up on what Occam experienced. Does uh, anyone have anything they'd like to respond with? Uh, no. If I remember correctly, uh, he and Brasha were going to work on Karina, uh, the ship, and mm -hmm. try to get her fixed up while we were at camp. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, you guys can totally do that. Whatever you guys want to do tonight. I know uh, Rhapsody was wanting to have uh, some conversations with some folk because... Uh... That's, before, that's before the big uh, big bad guy. That's not... Oh, okay, fair enough. Right on. So, that's before yeah. we go delving into the crater. Okay, uh, just to clarify, maybe for the last 21 episodes, I've done a poor job of explaining you're in the crater. No, okay, like this... yeah, but I mean, I mean... But the before we storm the castle. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, I just wanna... <laughs> yeah, that, that thing where the big bad guy lives. Gotcha, for a second I thought like this entire time I've been explaining it poorly and <laughs> it was misunderstood. No, okay, I got you. So tonight's just another uh, campfire night. Uh, oh, it, actually, let me ask that. Um, as Occam's like coming out of his ship and setting things up. Uh, oh no, you guys decided it was going to be a cold camp. Yeah. Yep. So no fire, and uh, take it away with whatever uh, conversations you'd like to have. I I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe. Um. Sorry, my brain shut off. Uh, Akim <laughs> had ported Brasha onto his ship. Uh. So uh they start. No, he no? hadn't. No. No, and I've, actually, no. I guess I should say this: we he have. Yeah, there yeah. is no, yeah, there is no backlog. <laughs> we are one to one. This thing is going out Sunday, so uh, I that was not uh, discussed. No, uh, Addy and Rhapsody, like Sean said, hacked trees down. There was talks of getting you to climb a tree with your new magic boots and portal, but uh, they decided a landing zone is just as good. Uh, so Occam has landed a ship in this clearing. It's nighttime. You've just finished uh, finished as much as you say you finished of the construction of your weapon. And Occam, uh, Occam's last words was uh, uh, one less asshole. <laughs> I, I would land the ship. You did. Yeah, you were on the ground. You're were, on the ground. We yeah, you guys were all talking. We were, we were, we'd made camp. You were going to fix the ship. You said you were going to get Brasha to help you. 
I because did. she needed some repairs after the dragon attack. Mm -hmm. And you were going to work on that before turning into bed. Okay. I have two more points of burn that I can take for the day. Okay. So I'm going to pump those into my ship. Okay. Uh, now, about those blasts, um, how general can you cast them? Like, can you just say, like, I cast it on ship? Or does it need to be a little more specific? Like, I can repair systems. Uh, I could do it either way if I wanted to focus on an area. Okay. And I realized that I'm working with 10 times the hit points my the sheet says. But I just want to heal the ship. I, I probably actually I'll, I'll probably pump the first one straight into the viewport because it's got a hole in it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll healing damage. Come here, D four. Okay, I have two D four plus five. Fuck. Why plus five? Um, part from my uh con and part from the weapon spec thing. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you weren't adding 2d4 plus your level because you're not level 5. That mm -hmm. was... You're good. Okay, so 11 into the windshield. And then for the rest of the ship, another 11. Okay. Uh, yeah, the uh, viewport seals itself up nicely. It's got a... The, the refraction goes around it, it goes all the way around the glass and it looks completely cured, uh, completely healed over uh, your ship is another matter, there is you know, you see panels like kind of like seal themselves up kind of things uh, some screws fly up from the floor of your ship and go back into the panels and there is some progress but this thing had a dragon attack it, it's gonna need some more work, it's space worthy but it is still quite damaged okay so uh, that's give... better than last time because last time it was not space worthy yes well really the only thing that was keeping it from being space worthy was the puncture in the viewport okay and so i can put it in sorry uh in the thing about how many hit points or ship hit hull points rather oh would you say um... that it still has sustained uh, how many total? I have 20 total. Okay. My uh, four. Roll me a D100. Uh, this is this is just kind of a, a home thing. This isn't a real rule that I'm going off of. Uh, but I just want to... Red is the normal. Oh, wait. I've got a normal D10 right there. Cool. Oh, God. What you get? 99. Okay, uh, I rolled my D100 as well, and I wanted to see who have lower. So you're welcome. Um, this is this is I'm completely pulling this out of my ass. Um, it was not 99% destroyed. It was 51% damaged in whole points. So you restored another point because you did 11. So it is now at half whole points. Okay, and. I fixed, I fixed the sensor and I fixed the windshield. Are there any more critical failures? Uh, no, no. It, it it got the control panel. I I did. I have a couple notes here of kind of what damage the dragon did, and 
cosmetically, it scratched it the fuck up. It damaged the transmitter uh, on there, but you've repaired that. The sensors themselves were damaged, but you've repaired. You, you said you repaired those, so they are all good. Your ship is more or less fine. It's just taken a lot of structural damage. Okay. From the the weight and the the, the scuffle with the dragon. Okay. Well, Akim looks like a sun-dried raisin. So. Doesn't he always? No. He looks very old right now because of his burn. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I want to commend you on. I wasn't sure what you meant the first time, but when going back and editing, you were saying how the, like the effect of it. I love that effect. It's like seeing uh, Emperor Palpatine at the beginning of Episode 3 versus the end after he fought Yoda. So, uh, very good. Uh, you and Brasha, if you're by the ship inspecting it. Yeah. Actually, uh, give me, both of you, give me an engineering check. Can do. Okay. Not the best roll. 20. Okay. Hold on. It, it's giving me trouble. Uh, give, give me my sheet, damn it! Like it, it logged me out of Mythweavers, and now like I can see it, but I can't change anything. I was trying to change my hit points. Um, engineer. Cheating. Uh, I got a seven. Okay, uh, uh, Brasha, you look at this. You, you, you're eyeballing the uh, damage done. You definitely see scuff marks. There are. Uh, dragon scales kind of ripped off and kind of it wedged into crevices and all that. There is dragon blood on it still uh, a bit. Not as bad as it was. He did fly across this crater. The ship is space worthy, but it is going to need to get taken to uh, some sort of space dock or some repair bay to uh, fully work out the kinks. But it is space worthy enough. Okie dokie. I only have 12 stamina left. <laughs> oh, poor BB. <laughs> Actually, I only have 14, so. Well, we're all fixing to go to bed, so you'll get it back. Yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, we are. But uh, that's what you see, uh, Brasha. <laughs> you look at this and... You know, you could spend a good while hammering and tinkering to, like, help it a little bit, but it's kind of beyond your skills at this point. His, uh, Occam's Chrono Blasts kind of did the tinkering portion for you, so there's not a whole lot more you can do, but, I mean, if you want to spend 30 minutes and uh, just completely repairing everything if you want to spend that time to do that you can but at this point there's not much you can do for the rest of it yeah he'll just uh, uh turn to Occam be like well uh, <clears throat> it's been so long yeah I know right <clears throat> well there's uh, not too much left we can do out in the middle of a jungle, but it should at least get you to the nearest spaceport. Uh, given time, I can. <laughs> That's not it. Uh, Terraxus? Given time, I can. 
I should make him sound like Goofy. <laughs> you I hate it. Gorsh Riley. <laughs> well, given enough time, I can, I can put it back together, right? But not today. I'm spent. And uh, Brasha, you look at Akim, and he looks like shit. You've, you've, you know, you've hung out in the past, so this isn't something entirely foreign to you. But he does look like hell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he'll just kind of uh, eye him up and down, and be like, "Yes, perhaps uh, you should take first rest tonight." I'd appreciate that. And uh, he'll he'll leave the ship open, and he'll just go inside and lay down. Okay. Uh, Akim, when you go in. Kao is in the tent. In the tent? I went inside the ship. I have a bed in the ship. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. Akam, when you go inside your ship... uh, No, this works better, actually. Uh, Akam, when you go back inside your ship to uh, lay down, Kao is laying in your spot. I kind of just, like... I look at it and... blink a few times. What, uh, what's Kao doing? She's wheezing. She's they. Uh, oh, they. Oh. They're wheezing. They're kind of like, like hairball wheezing. Hairball wheezing. Yeah, that's that's very apt. Um, their uh, tentacle tails are kind of like going rigid, like a cat's body does when it does it, and it's heaving. And I don't want to replicate it because I'll just gross myself out. Um. And it's wheezing louder and louder, and suddenly you hear a and it plops right onto your pillow, a cord with four spherical beads on it. Uh, covered in vomit, or covered in uh, saliva. Uh, well, that's not what I expected, but I suppose it's better than what I expected. And I'll, like, pick it up. <laughs> Give me like... a mysticism check as you're handling this thing. Um, mysticism. I have a point in that. Mm-hmm. Ten. <laughs> mm, it's a magical item, but you can't quite lock it down what it is. It's about uh 14 inches in diameter. Fiery kind of glow coming from these beads in a very... Uh, I think Sean knows what this is. <laughs> Welcome to the metagame Starfinder <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I mean, I might be wrong. Starfinder has a lot of different items. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, they, they've hacked this up. Uh, and it while you're handling this and sensing the magic, KO cleans your bed for you. Licks it clean. Looks perfectly clean. Only you know that momentar- moments ago it was covered in whatever the hell K.O. is uh, saliva. Uh, I'm gonna take it out and ask before I go to bed if someone can look at it. Okay. See what this is. Alright. Uh, my cat thing just threw this off after possibly eating the arm of a dragon. 
Can I just stare at Occam with a very puzzled look on my face? I look as puzzled as you do. But also very old and tired. <laughs> I can make a mysticism check. Okay. If I can yep. find the... Yeah. I... 22. Okay. Uh, you recognize this. This is a, uh, a set of plasma beads. While you wear this, uh, strung up this, uh, I was trying to reword the sentence. I'll just read it. Uh, while you wear this, uh, as a necklace or bracelet, as you wear it on your body, it's a worn item. As a standard action, you can detach one of these beads and throw it at a ranged attack targeting a grid intersection. And it's basically, uh, fireball beads. Uh, the, the Mark One does 3d6 energy and fire as uh, contained pl- magical plasma is on this. Well, basically what I thought it was, but slightly different. Well, I shall explain this to you. Though I do <clears throat> not wish to touch it since you told me your cat threw it. <laughs> Uh, I just like look over my shoulder at Brush and I'm just like look back at Rhapsody okay and I like tuck it into my shirt <laughs> as I walk by Brush no explosives for him uh, and I, I posted the link in there but just to let you know um, range increment of 20 feet uh, AC of 5, uh, AC of 10 if it's a narrow opening, or 15 if it's extremely narrow to avoid hitting the side of anything and detonating prematurely. 20-foot uh, radius, electricity and fire damage. Uh, a target can do a reflex for half. Once you detach a bead, it loses its magic if it hasn't exploded after 5 rounds. Okay. So you have a set of plasma beads. And uh, Sean's uh, deduction was accurate. This thing must have been on the wrist of the dragon that um, KO removed the arm of. Little bit scared of KO at this point. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like, like if if she's still on uh, on his bed, he's gonna go sleep on the other one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. KO curled right back up and is uh, sleeping. Are you going to close the hatch when you go into sleep, or are you going to leave it open? No, no I'll leave it open. Okay. Cool. Uh, Brasha, you have uh, you've looked over the ship, done what you could, if you did. Uh, what do you want to do now? Well, since Rhapsody and Addy normally take uh, watches together, he's probably just uh, making sure everything is properly screwed in on his uh, new baby. Mm-hmm. Uh checking all the wiring once over again and then uh, setting it gently uh, on its own pillow before he goes to sleep. On his own pillow? That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. You do that. And now Rhapsody and Addy will be taking first watch in the cold camp. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Given that uh, we're so close to this place and we don't know what might try to come up out of that dungeon, 
I think Rhapsody is going to uh, try to find a good place to sit where she can watch the entrance in and out of the tower. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That the tower had plenty of um, windows and crumbling bits where, yeah, you can find a place that's not very far from the tent at all. You can lean up against a tree. You can walk around. You can perch yourself in this area on the ground. And you can see right at the door, and you see that it is still locked, the padlock. Uh, give me a perception check. Okay, let me scroll my perception. Okay. Four. And I rolled a four, so eight. Yeah, yep, still locked. I'm not the most perceptive person. Oh, you're fine. You, <laughs> you do have dark vision, so I'll say you're yeah. about 60 feet away from it, so you can still see the door fine. You can see the padlock is still in place right but that's that's what she's going to be keeping an eye on she'll let addy watch for you know jungle creatures or whatever mm-hmm. um around the camp but she's going to be keeping an eye on the tower okay yeah so you're you're parked there uh addy will string her bow up and uh kind of make a small um patrol little sentry type thing just quick little circles back so she's never very far uh, from the camp proper so uh, not a lot of conversations able to be had she'll look at you and she'll smile and give you a nod and keep going yeah Rhapsody's just concerned about what might be down there that they have that they felt the need to keep it locked Mm -hmm. Um, and it's supposed to be on their side so you know yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a couple hours go by. Uh, it it gets quite cool tonight. Uh, this night gets cooler than you've experienced in the jungle. And um, I do have my shield. Okay. Oh yeah. It's not. It's nowhere right. near cool like yeah. that. Um, but I just wanted to uh, reiterate something. Akim knows that he didn't explicitly state here, but just so uh, everyone knows, uh, Akim's little visitor Francis cast a spell to forecast the weather and there is a snowstorm coming two days from yesterday so to not this day you're going into but the day after there is expected to be a snowstorm and the temperature is quite cool tonight but nothing where you need environmental protections turned on okay just want to make sure that was reestablished and I'm sure Akim would have told the tale of him and Francis Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, he went over everything. Yep, I just didn't want to, like, you know, speak, put words in your mouth, but just reiterate Man, knowledge. So, yeah, your your watch goes by. Give me a perception check uh, as your kind of watch rounds 15 out. 15 this time. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, you don't really see or hear much of anything but nighttime noises. Oh, uh, you know, right. before I do move on to the next watch, uh, I give you this option. Uh, you comms were restored, so if you wanted to, you could uh, uh, check messages. You could contact the other Triaxian Knights if you wanted to. But again, you do what you want to do. I just want to make sure you have all your options. Well, he had told he, Occam had told us about running into them and, mm-hmm. and what they were up to and whatnot. So. Yep. And I don't, I don't think um, Rhapsody's one that sits and plays on her cell phone during duty. So, <laughs> gotcha. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure 
all of the facts and you, you were so you are good you're good to go your watch goes by without a bump without no problems at all like she'll probably check her messages and stuff when she goes to get ready for bed okay but like she takes shit seriously so she's not gonna do that while she's supposed to be what on watch okay very good so yeah your watch ends no problems at all yeah then uh she'll wake the boys okay and start getting herself ready for bed because that's a lot of armor she's got to get out of <laughs> yep so okay boys uh rhapsody has woken you oh whoa, we done boys <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll get up. Has it been long enough to be a full rest yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, hey, I'm not old anymore. No, you wake up and your skin is smooth, taut. Uh, what you think you're doing, smooth skin? I was gonna make a what did your skin learn? <laughs> <laughs> I do this to myself. So uh Addie uh doesn't she, she leaves her bow out where uh just out in the open near where it can be reached and uh she'll say uh, if you need a silent option, I know night neither of you are trained with it, but it's quiet and she'll go to the tent and start uh, doffing her armor. Brush up Pat's BB blaster and says, uh, don't worry, this is uh, plenty quiet on its own. Are you leaving it in the tent? Hmm? Are you leaving it in the tent? No, no, I, I am... She said she gave us a silent option. Okay. I'm saying... I'm saying my gun is, is plenty quiet. Okay. I didn't know if that meant like you were leaving it behind for her if she needs it, but I got you. Uh, slight brain hiccup on my end. Oh, Gucci. Also, while it's powered up, there is a light hum coming off of it already. So. <laughs> uh, Addie raises an eyebrow at you, and she's, she's kind of too tired to deal with you right now, so she's just going to just collapse into the tent and ignore you. <laughs> so now the boys are having their watch. Uh, so walk me through uh, where you guys are situated and what are you doing tonight? Um, I'm gonna go sit on top of the ship and uh, if I hear something uh use the the lights on the ship to, to like look because my little flashlight is weak okay so yeah you're perched up there and it's not brush your world oh go ahead uh, i was just saying the ship is not far at all from where camp was made so you are like right there you parked the rv right next to the campsite so you're right you're right there there's no distance you have to worry about or anything Okay. Uh, Brasha will activate his zip boots uh, and uh, walk up the nearest tree to get a good vantage point. Very cool. Yep. 
Uh, they are magic, so no uh, battery usage is used. You, you activate them however you would wish to activate them. You're a tinkerer. You can change the clicking the heels if you wish, but that's what the uh, the corpse folk did initially. And yeah, you scale the tree, no problem at all. And are you just taking uh, you taking all your gear with you? Like you're fully geared up. You have everything up there. Um. Uh, not all of his gear. He has his new gun. He's got, I mean, like his armor that he's wearing. Gotcha. Um, his uh, tiara. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you're up there. Keeping an eye out. Okay. Uh, both of you give me perception checks. This die has not favored me tonight. I'm changing. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, 13 24 Occam you hear uh, tap 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 in the distance <laughs> tap tap floodlight okay uh, this is coming from the uh, structure itself oh the big tower thingy Yep, think uh, it's a two-story tall kind of lighthouse structure. The bottom portion of a lighthouse structure, just it's about two stories tall. Okay. So I'm sure you can read, you can direct your spotlight, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you the whole, sh- the whole ship can light up. What's that? The whole surface of the ship can light up and change color. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, we haven't we haven't seen your ship in a bit, so. Um, did you say you had it based off of anything? Do you want to kind of describe what your ship looks like for people who haven't listened or haven't had a lot of the information? Um, it It's kind of long and... Or, like, it's long and sleek. Like, it doesn't have wings or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, when the lights aren't on, it just looks like... Kind of like phone glass. Like, it's black. Um, but it effectively the entire outside is covered in a sort of like a photoreactive not photoreactive like a screen basically but high powered and it can uh be programmed to do all sorts of things okay yeah so yeah you you do not not camouflage probably might not unless i'm hiding against the sun or something (laughs) okay yeah yeah you activate it with uh well, you know, your data pad or however. Oh no, your mental. You can you can control your ship mentally now, or not now. You've been able to control your ship. You just haven't had it with you. And you you shine the light on, and you see the door that was locked is being pushed up against. Like by something heavy, or is it like a little door, like a people door? Uh, it's it's kind of a Skyrim door, like a Skyrim dungeon door to. 10 feet across six seven feet high and you just see it like ever so slightly like being pushed and that that thud is something pushing against it but it's it's not making any progress you can see that um i'm a i'm a uh go over there with the lights still on 
Yep. Uh, Brasha, you see Akim start shining his light at the structure and walk down to it. Uh, you taking a weapon with you, Akim? Um, I, I think I have... Or no, I left all those behind. I think. They're, they're returned to you. They're just laying out. Okay. Not in the ground. Um, I know Karina's not laying in the mud, but you had all your stuff returned to you by Rhapsody, Addy, uh, not Brasha, me. because Brasha tore apart the uh, other pistol you gave him. Um, I'll, I'll take out the, I'll take the Xena Lash. Okay. Um, and I'll go over there and I am ins- inspecting. Okay. Uh, Brasha, are you, wh- uh, how are you reacting to Akim pulling out his whip and walking down? Do you want to do anything? Yeah, I'll, I'll follow him. Okay. Yep. I didn't see anything, but... I'm assuming something's going on. Okay. Yeah, you get down. I just want to make sure I know where everyone's at. You both go down there and uh, just not very effective, but something is trying to push against the door and it's not really working. Um, Does the door look old and beat up? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 solid though. It's it's old, it's beat up, but it is still solid. But uh, you weren't there. But the lock is a uh, old, shitty metal at this point. It's aged way worse than the uh, heavy uh, wooden door. Okay. Um. Is there like a crack I can look through? Uh, no. No. no, the the two solid pieces of wood uh, across the arm across the the door handles is a old ass padlock, so you can't like look through a keyhole or anything. Okay. But uh, as you walk um, up to the door, you do hear exertion, like, like humanoid or exertion def- or big bear monster. Definitely exertion. humanoid. You hear like, eh, and you know that over and over and they're trying but this thing isn't moving um eh, who's there immediately the door stops moving and muffled you hear hey what's the big idea let me out uh what's the password we don't do passwords. Who are you? Uh, we are Venture Lieutenant Brackim of the Starfinders. And before we let you go, we'd like to know your business. What are Starfinders doing here? <clears throat> um, that is for us to know and potentially you to find out. But again, before we let you out, we'd like to know what you are doing here. You're not with Kriva, are you? No shit. Did you kill my buddies? Uh, were your buddies with Kriva? We're all with Kriva. I turn to Occam and say, like, what do you think? Like, 60-40 chance it was us? I don't know who you killed. 
I killed the dragon. What? I don't know that I've killed anyone, actually. Come to think of it. But for now, we'll say yes, that was us. Those were good guys. <laughs> what are you planning? You can't, you can't go up against him. You're not going to win. I beg to differ. Yeah, I remember your friend saying something very similar to us. Uh, and then they died. You hear mumbling from the other side. You can't make out what he's saying. He's clearly talk, talking, out, thinking out loud to himself. <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm gonna send a signal to the ship and tell it to, um, like, go up in the air and, and, and turn and face the, uh, <laughs> fate thing. Okay. And then I, like, kind of push, push Brasha off to the side. And then I'm just gonna, like, start chrono blasting the lock uh until give me a perception check before you do that please perception yeah or intelligence i'm pretty sure perception's higher (laughs) not that it matters i rolled shit (laughs) um seven uh seven i mean this thing is old it's metal one good hit could break this like it wouldn't like rhapsody is very strong uh when she latched it she knew that uh it would take almost nothing for this metal to break he's having a hard time because he's trying to push the the, not he he i guess uh the person on the other side of the door is having trouble getting through the thick door but you know you Mm -hmm. don't even need a chrono blast you could break this open with a rock at this point yeah but i'm trying to stand back out of the potential Cool. Blast I just wanted area. to potentially save you a blast if possible. So okay, yeah, you're. You... Yeah, the burn me. Oh, uh, that's right. Okay. It... Sure. Yeah. Um. And I even have uh, infusion one, so it, I could. Or no, I don't have infusion one yet. That's next level. So yeah, I'm just gonna stand back like thirty some odd okay. feet and have the lasers warmed up so they glow. <laughs> And, uh, and and blast the lock until it just turns into rust and falls apart. One blast does I it. I have my uh, gun trained on the door, waiting for him to come out. Okay, which gun? The only one I've got. BB Blaster. Okay. I gave it a, a real name, but I can't remember what it is offhand. Uh, it's in our private chat. And also, you do have the, the focused lens pistol. That's why I asked if which weapon. Oh, I, I left that behind. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, because I'm traveling so light right now. Okay, yeah, one blast of uh, your your refractive magics, the padlock just crumbles, just just crumbles, and the door kind of you know swings open a teeny bit on its own. Then one of them starts sliding open slowly, and uh, brush. Uh, I I suggest not doing stupid things. Door stops being pushed and he's pulled closed. You can come out, I'm just saying. I'm unarmed, man. They didn't... I didn't get to have a weapon, so I'm I'm coming out. I'm unarmed. And he pushes open, and you see a uh, human, human male, extremely decrepit. He is middle-aged. He looks like a castaway. <laughs> he just looks like shit. And uh, he's looking at you, and he's uh, got a weird look on his face, and he just 
breathes in deep, and as he opens the door, you both are hit, even if you're not right by it, just a waft of foul, fetid, smelling air just blasts the whole area, and uh, he weakly is leaning against there, and he's just breathing in the fresh air, and he's just staring at you, uh, just impotently enraged, and he's just catching his breath. You look a little alive to be friends with uh, those other guys. They leave me alone, but they make me take the shit work because I'm better with them. I take it you're talking about the big bear things? Yes. Randonites, yeah. I'm, I'm their caretaker. From what we've seen of them, you're not doing a very good job. Oh, you saw him before we got him. And he just kind of gives you just a malicious grin at that. So you guys are heroes, eh? Starfinders. We're not really Starfinders. But technically we are. Anyway, that's not important. I see you have a ship. Mm-hmm. Friendly advice? Get out. I'm unarmed. Friendly advice? Same. I have nowhere to go. My family's served Lord Kriva for generations. You do have somewhere to go. And he just points, like, anywhere. And he's just like away oh i i can't leave the crater if crevis suspects i'm deserting him he will send them after me they they know my scent he's not going to have anyone to send after you this wasn't his main force he has dozens in his castle he isn't going to be able to send anyone after you uh give me a diplomacy or intimidation whatever you're trying to do here or bluff whatever you're doing i mean uh i guess it's just kind of the pointed way you said it just that's why i i throw 12 sorry (laughs) 12 (laughs) and i don't have a lot of skill points that's fine He, he looks at you and he starts just look laughing incredulously. There is nowhere I can go. Kriva has plans for everyone. Hey, Kriva's going to have a hard time surviving a laser from a ship. What do you know about him? I don't know. He's soon to be post-mortem. He's been post-mortem for a very long time. So? So he's a mass great power. You don't looks uh, uh, flustered. We're not the only ones here. Yeah, where are they hiding? Are they in the ship? You're gonna need a lot more than you can carry on that thing. Huh. Yes, we are definitely going to tell you where all of our allies are. Uh, and he's got the the light is still trained on him, so he can't really see anything. But you guys, you guys are kind of like offset against the glow of this light. Perhaps not. Seems we're at an impasse. I can't go anywhere and you can't go much further. 
Whatever. That's not good. Really, an impasse. We could, if, like, we can continue to move freely. You're the only one who says that you can't go anywhere. That's less of an impasse and more of uh, you being chicken shit. Lifetime of servitude will do that to you. Why didn't you get out? Well, that time's over. But yeah, what he what he said. Why didn't you get out? My family has served him, lo served Lord Kriva loyally for generations. I couldn't imagine a life outside of Kriva's grace. I couldn't. I'm sorry. You're locked inside of a tower that smells of two-year-old shit. I was on watch, and I've more or less grown accustomed to the smell. It just needed a breath of fresh air. Sounds like you're making excuses. No, I'm fine dealing with the Rana next. It's what we're what we're bred to do. We're we mind the beasts, and he takes care of us. And you don't you don't see the the issues there. It's a shit job. It's not glamorous. We don't get <laughs> literally. We don't get. How long does it take a ship to fly back to the city, drop something off, and come back? Hours. It took you days. How? Hours. Sorry. How many hours? Uh, hold please. Travel point to point on planet. One d four hours. Okay. All right. Come here. He uh, he takes another deep breath steps forward and walks closer to you. Uh, he is, uh, you look at him, he is just wearing simple rags, simple pants, no no uh, footwear. His foot feet are uh, pretty fucking gross. But he looks to be in decent enough health as he uh, steps forward. What do you want, man? And I'll have Karina uh, keep, the, keep the light on us, but spin the ship around and uh, back towards us. Okay. And I'm gonna like I'm gonna be like get on what get on I'm not going in your ship man I don't know how to use those things you don't need to just get on he uh turns his head he looks to the south to where you know the castle is uh give me a diplomacy check Five. No, man, I don't. How do I know you're not just gonna fly me up there and jettison me into space? I'm fine to take my chances. I'm not a deserter. If we were going to kill you, we could have already done it. Uh, if you're really going to insist on that, we can oblige. Dying in Kriva's service seems to be your MO, as it were. I'd rather not, honestly. We're giving you a way out. Uh, Give me a way out. Let me go back to Kriva. You do what... That's not happening. Either you kill me or he kills me. It's... If I get killed by... That's not how this works. Uh, Brasha, how about you give me diplomacy or intimidation or something? Um... 
better than me, please. Well, I can't roll. I, I physically cannot roll a five. <laughs> I know you can't. Uh, 22. Uh, what are you doing? Bluff, intimidate, diplomacy? Uh, diplomacy. Okay. And uh, what, what are you doing to uh, just soothe him? What are you saying? Um... <clears throat> I'll, I'll have my my rifle lowered, so it's not pointed directly at him. Okay. Despite how much Eric wants to just absolutely waste this charge, <laughs> uh, I just look. I know all too well what being born into service can mean. Trust me, you can get out if you put your mind to it. We're giving you a very easy way to get out. I'm sure there are Renanecs all over the planet that you could take care of. People would probably love you for it. Uh, actually... You wouldn't have to turn them into angry monsters. We're helping them. They're helping us. You're not helping them. You're driving them insane and infecting them with a disease. And then getting them killed by venture lieutenants in the Starfinder Society. <sighs> I'm laughing less at more less than uh, what Eric is saying, just more at the size Sean gives now. <laughs> uh, he he's looking, but you guys don't understand the Ranonex. This is their home. We're uplifting them. We're it's a process. It's been going on for years. But have you seen the finished product of that? Yes, we have four down there. Let's go take a look at them, shall we? Uh, I, I like... Um, uh, Russia, you stay up here. If anything weird happens, get the others. And I'll go down. Or I'll, I'll head towards the thing with the guy, if he'll come. Uh, he's just... Uh, he reaches down slowly and he pulls out a rag and he ties it around his face. Uh, uh, wait, here. And I'll go into the ship. And I'll hold out, like, I know it's got an extra two armholes, but I'll hold out a second skin for him. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you're going to stand there at gunpoint as he uh, undresses and then gets into this skin tight. Uh, well, he can put it on over his clothes. It just won't actually look like skin. really can't. Second skin, it is like spandex. It's sci-fi. Fine. Trying to trying to paint a fucked up picture here but you're right <laughs> he's he squeezes in i'm just being a shit you're fine uh he he squeezes in just like he's not shaking anymore you don't see fear he's just resigned you want to see he's he slides in uh, I'll, I'll poke the button that activates the environmental protection so we don't have to smell this shit uh he like gasps gasps i feel like i'm saying the word wrong uh, but all the sounds are there. Uh, he he breathes in sharply. Gas. It just sounds weird. Um, <laughs> sorry. Gas. Uh, thank you. Gas. Gas. Thanks. This has been our ASMR podcast. <laughs> he uh, he puts it on. He breathes in sharply. Oh. Wow. Wow, that was quite the gasp. Uh, <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> he uh, he shuffles back over um, 
all right, this way. And you know, he starts, uh, he opens the door a little wider and he goes down. Uh, he goes down first. Do you want to change that at all? No, I'll follow right behind okay. him. So he goes, he starts going down. It's dark in here. Uh, there are, uh, there is. I have a okay. flashlight. You shine it and it is the same, the same material that the uh, tower is. It's more of that, that kind of crumbling stone wall. It's, it's gross. It smells, or well, you don't smell it now, but um, there's, there's no light at all. And it goes down and it kind of like a nice wide angle. You reach the bottom. You, you walk a, a, a good, a little bit, not, you're not miles deep or anything, but less than a minute, you know, it's slow going. You get down there and it's uh, one very wide hallway with metal cages. And as you're walking down and get closer, you start to hear snoring, the deep, uh, very, very, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to shame you, Sean, but uh, imagine if you had an out of body experience when your body was sleeping <laughs> times two. I actually, actually, recently I haven't been snoring as much. I, I started going on an incline and I don't snore as much. Uh, Tracy, can you verify? Yeah, it's true. Cause the first night it scared the fuck out of me. I thought he was dead. Oh my god, that's terrifying. Cause I woke up. <laughs> I woke up, and uh, he wasn't snoring. Uh huh. And he's always snoring. Oh my god. And it's like Sean, Sean. Yeah. And he wasn't answering me. Oh. And so I had to go and check if he was breathing or not. Yeah. Oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> it's it's good that you didn't just roll over and say, "Finally." I <laughs> am. <laughs> so okay, uh, Akim starts to. Uh, you guys go down the stairs, and you're gone for a, a little bit. Brush as you're standing there, Akim goes in the dark light flashes and he descends into darkness and we'll find out what happens next episode and there we have it episode 21 before i let you go i just wanted to invite you all to join me in a little project i'm a part of called the dsc leak we are a bunch of avid starfinder fans players and GMs who are focusing on starship combat, something that I think uh, definitely here doesn't get quite enough play, but uh, we'll soon be changing that in the near future. But over the DSC League, we build ships, we build pilots, we build crews for the ships, and then we square off against each other in uh, unique ways. There are several cool maps to fight on. There are little races that you can do with your little interceptor ships. Uh, just having a lot of fun there. A lot of people who know and love the system and who really get it. And it's just been a blast. So uh, check us out. I will be posting a link to their Discord in the show notes. And come say hi. Next week, we will find out what is in this cavern of Ranonek and possibly get... Rhapsody's reaction to all this. Same Hex time, same Hex channel, Hex Grid Heroes.